I don't want to get into it. And ain't nobody gonna stop me. Front yard both times. <laughs> Fucking bath towel boy over here. <laughs> the fans of Untamed Entertainment. The loyal. I don't know, I ran out of adjectives. Devoted. Devoted people of our podcast. Thank you. Enthusiastic. <clears throat> yep. We are back again. Uh, tonight, you know, you just got your boy B Nasty. You got your boy P, just that dynamic duo again. Oh, you're killing it. <clears throat> back to back golf champs. No big deal. Yeah, ain't no thing. About to have a three P. Not a big deal. Keep her tuned. You know, also, top of the leaderboards, one and two on fantasy football. <laughs> I mean, I'm just you brushing. Change the record. Oh, my change God. the record. Uh-huh. Brush your shoulders off real quick. Not a big deal. <clears throat> That's just my dandruff. I'm getting old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, wonderful people. I'll uh, be sure, if you're listening, um, you know, follow on YouTube, TikTok, whatever. Let us know in the comments. And I don't know, let the people know. Share it. Do what you need to do. Let us let the world know about us if you enjoy our shit. Um, tonight, I think we're going to be. I think the main topic is talking. We're going to hit. We're going to hit a lot of few different points, but the main one I think we're going to be hitting is: Do you follow the same advice that you give to other people? <clears throat> and you know, there, there's a. I don't know, bunch of different ways to look at that but i mean just one main one if you know you want to boil it down to its cores you know do you like to preach or do you like to you know i mean talk about it be about it essentially right that's that's kind of what it boils down to right b one thing that kind of kind of brought it up and it was it was just randomly because me and my wife were talking tonight and we usually go through a routine when we get off work. She gets off a little bit later. And then, you know, we have our little little time and then just talk about our day and talk about our frustrations or good things that happen at work. And it's a good mix. You know, I give her advice. She gives me advice. And we just kind of bounce it off each other. And one thing that I found tonight is that the advice that I was giving her compared to the advice that she was giving me weren't so different you and i you and i yeah but, how so like like with it um so it was it was <clears throat> like same mindset kind of, like 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 more advice you'd give yourself or just like the funny thing is it was almost like kind of looking in a mirror and just putting myself in her shoes and how similar our situations were and mm. then how easy it was to you know her for her to tell me this and what I should do and me to tell her this which is almost the same thing just telling yourself to tell her what to do and then ah uh, so it's easy to, it's easy to it like is. tell you so I get what you're saying so it's easy to tell somebody else in the same situation you're going through, like, that's how easy it is. Like, oh, you should just do this, but you can't tell yourself that, right? Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. I because, saying. I mean, unless you're in those shoes and in that exact same situation, it's 
easy for an outsider to give you advice and you could take that advice in, but it's hard to pull the trigger and actually do it. And yeah. I found myself sitting in her shoes and being like, well, I mean, that's the same situation I find myself in and I haven't pulled the trigger and that's the same advice I'm giving you. So kind of look yourself in the mirror for a second and just realizing that it's easy to observe something and say, well, you should have done this. This is this is what I would have done. But when it's your situation, it's a lot harder to actually do that. Yeah. And I'm curious to find out, like, why? Why is it that much harder? Because observing it from the outside, it's easy. And you step in your own shoes and you just can't do it. Like, what, what holds yeah. you back from, from pulling that trigger well, and following advice that you would give yourself or you would give your spouse even? All right. Well, I mean, it's easy to be a critic. It's easy to say, oh, well, that's easy to just do this. Yeah, it's easy to say that. It's easy to say, oh, well, I'm going to, you know, go on a diet. I'm going to eat better. And, oh, my New Year's resolution is this. It's easy to say. It. It's hard to do it. That's where that comes in, you know, and um, I, I guess with, you know, you and your wife talking like, yeah, it's easy to say it doesn't mean it doesn't come from a genuine spot or anything like that, especially with your spouse. Like it, it for sure does. <clears throat> it, it's just, you know, easier to point out things. It's just hard to pull the trigger and do it. So not, not saying that that's something that both of you probably shouldn't do because you probably should. You guys are probably both right. It's just hard to actually do it because, you're the one that has to deal with those consequences. You're the one that has to go through and, and deal with the outcomes of that situation, whatever your, you know, your actions did. And rather than if someone just says, oh, go do this, because they don't got to deal with it. That's why it's easy to be a critic. You know, yeah, you ain't exactly. got to deal with and, it. And that's, that's the one thing that I actually, like, started noticing about myself is I would have these conversations and know like what I quote unquote would have done if I was in your shoes. And it's so easy to say that. Yeah. And then when it didn't happen to not give almost criticism of like, why didn't you do that? Why yeah. didn't you do that? Like, and it's because, well, you're not the one that has to do it. Yeah. And then I, I relate it back to my situation. I'm like, well, I'm doing this. And then she'll say something to me. It was like, well, just don't do this when I bitch to her about what I've had to do. And then next thing you know, I'm doing it still like, all right, well yep. you kind of make a good point. Like, yep. You got to walk in your exact same shoes. Like but yeah. at the same time, it's like, it, it's good to hear that because mm -hmm. you kind of need to, to hear what you already know. And if you don't know it, then it's, it's a good eye opener, but yeah. Yeah. Work, at, work at your own pace. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you this. Who pointed it out? Or did you just come to that realization that, you know, you just stumbled upon it like, oh, well, we're saying the same thing and I'm giving her advice and I'm not taking it myself, you know, or I'm not doing it. Did you well, point it out? Or, like, did, or did you, or? It was, so I ended up like pointing out why I was contradicting myself. I pointed out like that I was saying things that I wasn't following through. So I pointed out my own flaw in that that sense. But we always have like a mutual kind of just conversation time and, and agreement 
that it's just like a vent session. Yeah. You could hear my advice and it also opens up your eyes. Maybe, you know, you're so involved inside of it that an outsider perspective is nice to have. And especially, you know, someone that you love and talk to every single day. Hey, you respect so their opinion. Th- yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's one of the biggest things is like, we've, we've kind of worked our way through life. So we understand that we have our best interests in mind. And I can also see myself getting frustrated when she knows that, yeah, I know this is happening. Yeah. It's like, I know, like, I know this is happening and I know you're frustrated, but you're also not the one in it. So yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. Like I'll, like, cause I get worked up sometimes when I hear mm-hmm. some shit and I'm just like, but that's like my natural, I want to defend you and just be like, I oh, get defensive for them. this person. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. I do things and like, no, fuck them. They're the worst. You know, yeah. it's, 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 it's a tough one. Cause you want to, you want to fix the problem and fix it. Baby. Exactly. No, fuck them. They're the worst. You're not the problem. They're the problem. Yeah. That's, that's a tough one, especially with a spouse. That's a, that's that's definitely a tough one and and you know with stuff like this it's almost i don't know it's pretty cool to me that um you guys have that conversation because that doesn't happen a lot usually usually it'll lean like you know oh we'll agree you know we'll both agree with the same thing like you know or just defend the other one and and inside but it's it's good you know it's good to check your you know your other one every once in a while not all the time Mm -hmm. because it cause fights but you know, and be like, hey, well, maybe think about it this way. You're going to do it in a negative way. But if you think about it, is it this way? And, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes my wife will check me. But a lot of times I have to check myself because if I hear something and sometimes it's hard to do because you don't realize it until you're like, well, fuck, man, I'm fucking up or I'm and I just need to handle this because this is on me. I, it's not on anyone else. I'm just bitching to bitch. I'm not, you know, I need to do something. <clears throat> and it's hard to have those moments, right? So it's pretty cool to me to kind of see that, like, you know, you guys talking about it, like, oh, well, we're telling each other the same thing, and we're, we just both need to do it, you know, like. Yeah, you have that moment of realization, because you've already had this conversation, you've been throughout your whole day, like, in your own head, so you already know what's going on, and then when you can just express it to someone who's going to listen and actually give a shit, and really listen, mm-hmm. then it, I mean, sometimes it, it's just a, I need to vent. I don't need, I don't need you to fix it. I just need you to listen. I need yeah. you to hear my problem. Mm-hmm. So offering a solution sometimes is not the right way to go about it. Yeah. Because even if you offer a solution and it makes sense in your mind, that's not yeah, the goal. Been, yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's not the goal of a decipher. Yeah, it really is because I mean, as as you hear these problems, you want to offer, you know, your opinion and be like, "Hey, do this," but that's not what they need. They just need to get it off their chest so it's no longer there. Yeah, because these dudes were fixers. You know, Mm -hmm. we like to fix problems. You know, we're just like, "Hey, well, how do I fix this to make you feel better?" Just ingrained in us, really. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm going to hit you with this quote. It's one of my favorites um, from Tony Robbins. He says that uh, what you get out of life is what you tolerate. It's one of my favorite quotes. 
<clears throat> so he said, if you tolerate making 20 grand a year, this is what you're going to get. But he says, if you tolerate making a hundred grand a year, he's like, you will get nothing less than a hundred grand. He's like, you get what you tolerate. And he's like, if you're okay yeah. where you're at. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, sometimes making a hundred grand, you might have to make a little more sacrifices or do a little more work or whatever, or try to be the best rather than average. <clears throat> but it, yeah, and he's like, yeah, you might sacrifice, you know, going to the bar, but he's like, in reality, why wouldn't you? But he's like, you you get what you tolerate. And to me, that's such a powerful quote because it's true. If you tolerate, you know, you know, your wife beating on you. I mean, that's a little extreme, but you know what I mean? Like if you tolerate that, like, oh, she only beats me twice a month. If you tolerate it, it's going to happen. It's going to keep happening. A good month. You put a stop to it, <clears throat> you know, then, and you don't allow it, then it's never going to happen. And on the flip side, like if you're like, hey, well, I will... I will tolerate nothing less than, you know, making a hundred grand a year. You will make that. He says every time, because you won't tolerate anything less. He says, you are what you tolerate pretty much mm -hmm. your life is. And it, you know, it's so true though. It is. I mean, it's definitely situational because I mean, you can have that self-driven mindset of just you, your goals, but you definitely have to coordinate with your spouse because well, you, you yeah you can't be on that mindset though. i mean you're still you're still tolerating but at the same time you have you have to have someone you have to have a support system well yeah i mean that i mean that just falls in the tolerate i mean that's it like the the base base thing is what he's saying you know like yeah, it, it'll be, yeah, you got to coordinate and make sure your spouse is okay. And, you know, you got to factor in your kids. There's a lot of factors. It's not, like, easy. But if you just said, like, hey, I'm going to make sure that I make a hundred grand, and I'm going to make sure that, you know, um, my wife doesn't have to work. And I'm also going to try to make sure that I'm going to be there for every one of my, you know, daughter's ballets or whatever he says mm -hmm. if you don't tolerate anything less you will find a job that fits to those to those things you just have to push through and you might push through some tough times <clears throat> he said it might take a little bit of a journey to get there but you will end up there because you won't tolerate anything less that's kind of what it is i mean besides you know besides you know coordinating what you're kind of saying like you know because yeah, I, cause yeah that, i mean that's just kind of like a marriage role and stuff but he was just saying like the core core thing like you get what you tolerate i mean that could go as far as like you know i'm not gonna tolerate eating any carbs because i want a six-pack you just won't tolerate so you won't do it <clears throat> but if you do tolerate like oh well, i can eat taco bell and pizza and all this right. if you tolerate it then you're that's what i think he, you know he's saying more than like hey well and that's just, where you know that's that's where you kind of lay you know the I can get away with this because the only thing holding myself accountable is myself. Yeah. So if you decide, eh, it's okay, then you've already established that, eh, it's okay. Yep. When you decide that, no, it's not okay. This is not what I'm going to let slide. This is my viewpoint. This is where I want to go. This is my goal if I allow those moments to happen, then it's not going to happen for me. Yeah. I have to be strict and, you know, set the bar. Yeah. Because especially if, you know, 
you are the one in your family that is like the the trendsetter in a sense, then they're going to lower their bar as you lower yours. If you raise yours, it'll go up. Mm-hmm. But you also have to find that balance because your bar might be crazy high and then no one else is ready to follow you. You kind of have to pick them up and and be like, hey, this is where I want to set things at. Let's find a, an even ground because I don't want to be intolerable. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to be the person that is just you don't want to be around anymore because I have this this goal that I'm so focused on that I forgot about the foundation of mm-hmm. why I'm setting these goals. Yeah, that that's a good one. Um let me ask you this. So do you think um do you think that um maybe if you set that bar super high and maybe they don't want to reach it, do you think they could be a good support system and that would I guess you could stay on the same trajectory or do you think you, you there still has to be that <clears throat> same balance you're talking about? Or like, um, Hey, I said it this high, you have to follow. You know what I mean? I, I would kind of, in a sense, like read the room. If, if I started on this and they were on board and I could tell that they weren't necessarily there with me, I would <clears throat> kind of, you know, push it a little bit to see exactly how they responded. And yeah. I've, I've, I mean, I've done that before. Like I've, I've been the high energy, let's get shit done. And sometimes it was received well and it would set a tone. Sometimes it was received as I can't keep up. I don't necessarily like want to stay at this pace. Like that's just what I Mm. felt. And so I had to dial it back because, because I have this sense of like, I need to achieve, I need to achieve, I need to achieve doesn't mean that everyone else did and no. it's not doesn't like mean it's a, a bad thing though it, yeah it's not a, it's not a bad thing i just don't <clears throat> want to set the expectations for everyone else that i've set for myself so i don't want you to feel bad for not keeping up with me but at the same time it's like right. i'm gonna i might keep doing this but i don't expect you to keep doing this with me i'm not leaving you behind but it is just what I'm doing right now. Right. And I um, think that's fine. I mean, um, so do, I mean, um, let me ask you this. Was there like a clear goal or anything like, Hey, this is where I want to go. This is where I want to be. Um, not like a, not like a <clears throat> huge goal. It was more of a, like, I, I feel like I'm not doing enough. It was like that, a moment of like, I just don't feel like I'll, I'll get into specifics. I felt like I was letting my house go and not doing enough around the house. And then I allowed that to fully consume me. And so I was just like, all right, boom, project, project, project. Let's, I need to do this. I need to do this. I didn't necessarily expect everyone else to follow suit. I just needed that for whatever reason. Not (laughs) even sure why it was, but I knew that I had that in me to do it. And if they decided to, help great i would love that i don't expect it but i love it and if you didn't i didn't want them to feel guilty for not keeping up with my pace because my pace came out of nowhere yeah and so i I don't expect you to follow that did you feel bad or something like i i guess i'm just trying to figure out where 
you know, kind of where, where you come came from. from. Yeah, kind of where you come from. Just because, you know, like, um, like for me, I, I'm kind of the same. Like, I, I will, you know, I feel like I need to do more, and I want to go pursue goals and dreams. And like, hey, let mm-hmm. me do this. But I don't really expect anyone else, you know, or, or you know, wife, whoever, like, to be like, hey, well, you need to do what I do, or you need to do this. Like, I guess, I guess, I'm just trying to see a little bit, like, kind of where you come from, you know, like the reason uh, behind, that- like, maybe feeling like. Or maybe they, you know, felt like or made you feel like, hey, well, I'm not keeping up and you're pushing too hard and I feel like I have to keep up. Well, <clears throat> I know. that made any sense? I'm not sure. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay. No, you're good. I know exactly what you're saying, but a lot of mine is specific, so it's it's hard to, like, make a general point out of it. But specifically, what happened for me, it was, you know, I had my dad moving away so it just it just brought back a lot of things of me thinking of how he was as a person and how i wanted to kind of it just kept me closer to him by working as hard as he did and so it just made me feel kind of accomplished and i didn't expect my wife or my kids to understand that i just knew that that's what i needed at the time and so i i pushed my motor you know, 150% and it felt good to me. And it was almost like a, a little, like a coping mechanism mm-hmm. that I needed to get through that time. And so that's when I realized that this isn't how I normally function. I mean, I don't even know how my dad did it all the time to work at this pace, but I was trying to keep up with him just to, you know, feel a little bit closer to him. And then I realized that, this is kind of a lot for my wife and my kids to have sprung upon them. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew that they were, they knew what I was going through. So they tried to keep up and I don't even think they could do enough to keep up because I wouldn't have stopped. And until I came to that realization of, okay, you're good. Like you've gotten plenty done when when is enough well i mean when you say that it, it sounds like they're trying to be your support system rather than try to keep up but i could be wrong oh yeah no they absolutely you know. thousand percent and that's that's <clears throat> what kind of made me look back and be like this is why i have to dial it back because they are supporting me so hard that i need to realize that i need to support them or show my gratitude for them realizing that I was going through that shit and for them to even try and keep up and tolerate me while I was doing that. Like that's, that's gratification enough. Oh yeah. I mean, that's a good way to look at it. You know, um, that's, that's, uh, like say for, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty goal driven. I, I push myself pretty hard, you know, quite a bit and stuff. And, I don't really, you know, expect my wife or anyone to keep up or to do anything. I'm just like, hey, this is kind of what I'm going to do. I just need your support. That's, you know, that's it. And I'm going to try to do this. And it's kind of a balancing act, you know, like I kind of teeter-totter a lot. And we've talked about this before, like balance, life, work, balance and stuff. And it's kind of like, okay, well, I'm focused a little too much time over here. Okay, let me just tip back over here and, you know, do the family thing and make sure everyone's good and stuff. And it's i mean i don't think it's ever a perfect balance but i mean for me at least it's it's a kind of a hey here's kind of where i'm going and this is like this is what i feel like i need to do 
So I'm, I'm going to just accomplish mm. this. I don't know how long it's going to take, but can you support me during this? And I don't need any like crazy support because it's a long journey. I just need, you know, you to be okay with me doing my own thing sometimes and not being there all the time. Like I'll be there and I'll make time, but just, you know, not all the time. I can't just be like, Hey, well, let me just focus on you a hundred times or every second, every day after work and not what I want to do. You know, that kind of a balance, I guess for me <clears throat> and yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 I don't know. Never ending. I guess it's just kind of a teeter totter. Really. It's tough. I, I, and I think you kind of, you know, nailed it on the head when you said that we're fixers. That's kind yeah. of our mentality. Right. Because it's ingrained a in lot. Of, I swear to God, it's in, it's ingrained, and <laughs> a lot of what you do is to fix. Like so, a, a lot of what I do when I come home is not necessarily because, eh, like it's not on my plate, not what I really want to do. But I think of it: if I do this, it'll make my wife happy, make my kids happy, something. And then I'm not saying I do it all the time because. Naturally, I come home sometimes and don't do shit. That makes me happy. But yeah, when I do right. things, a lot of it is not with myself in mind. I think mm-hmm. of of doing, you know, dishes, laundry, all the what I think of is just like, you know, a nuisance. Nobody wants to do it. I don't want to do it. I know my wife doesn't want to do it, but I don't want to just put it on her plate. And so when I do it, a lot of it is, I guess, selfishly so that she will be happy that I did it. But I guess it could be viewed as selfless. Like I'm doing it for her, but I'm also doing it for the gratification when she gets home that, you know, she's happy about it. Well, I mean, could be two birds, one stone could be, you know, looked at either way, I guess. But I mean, it's all, I mean, at the end of the day, really, it just all comes down to, like, are you both okay with what you're doing? Like, <clears throat> sometimes, you know, we'll look at things and, and you'll be like, you know, your wife will, or your, you know, husband or whatever. Um, you'll look at the, the other one, your spouse, and you'll just be like, no, oh, they're okay. And sometimes they're okay with it. Sometimes they're not. And sometimes... Like you think that they're not okay with you doing this and they're really okay with it. And they're like, yeah, do what you got to do. <clears throat> I mean, it's weird, but it just comes down to like communication, I guess, on what works best in your relationship. Cause it's not going to be the same for everyone. You know, it, it, it takes a while to actually figure it out. Like you think about like how long people date before they get married and they start to get to know each other. And then, you live with each other and then you really start to get to know each other. Yeah. And he brushes you, his teeth you, weird or, you know, yeah. He, Every little he, detail. Oh yeah. It's just, it's just so you, you figure this person out. You, you know, and yeah, you'll figure you out what bugs you real quick and what does. Oh, real quick. <laughs> you, you already know instantly like, Oh fuck. No, I ain't doing that. Oh, yeah. piss my wife off. Right. Or <clears throat> if I even, you even find like, so much of like little words or little little things that you could say that you know would piss them off. So you just won't do it. Like, yeah, it doesn't mean harm, but I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to, you know, poke the bear. And 
I mean, I don't want to talk about it like it's, you know, walking on eggshells. I don't want to say this, piss someone off. But no, I mean, the beauty of it is like you get to actually know somebody so you can actually share experiences in, in life and work work through it together. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's what one it thing, is. That's one thing that I've like I've it, it took me a while to actually mature enough to figure this out. But now that I figured it out, it's just like, it's so it's such a, a weight that I'm just like, why did I carry this around? I had a I have a partner right here that has chosen me to to be with for her life. So now we can just share it together. And these conversations like I had with my wife tonight, like happen daily. And this is just one that I'm sharing. And that that's such like a an uplifting feeling because you go through life and a lot of time, especially for, you know, us guys fixers, we want to fix problems, but mm-hmm. you realize that you're not in it alone. And yeah. sometimes even, you know, married to your best friend, you know that you're not alone, but you have to be reminded. Because yeah. you, you build it up in your head and then you get advice that you're just like holy shit like you you're really on my side you really care about me you understand yeah they see that let me let me hear you this right so um i got i got hit with this the other day um there's you know um divorce rate 50 percent right um girls cannot work and you know they can marry into you and take half your money Right, they can take your kids majority of the time. Mm-hmm. If you know you get you get married, and you know they can go and literally marry you, cheat on you, and still get all these things. And majority of states are you know for the moms to get custody of kids, even if you're the best parent. <clears throat> you know, um, so I got asked the other day, what's the point of getting married? All of these things you know, point to men not mm-hmm. getting married because I know, I, I mean, we can, you know, just eliminate the, the one-offs like, Oh, well, my wife works and you know, she's make more right. money than me. Yeah. We can throw those out because they're not the majority. The majority are either, you know, the wife makes some money, usually not as much as the male. I mean, it just is what it is. People don't fucking make it, it make it into something. It ain't. <laughs> but <clears throat> these, you know, these are just is what it is. So, I guess, I guess I'm curious to know because I had to answer this to, you know, some dudes trying to hit me with all this stuff, and I mean mm-hmm. I already know all this stuff. Like I already know these facts and stuff. So, um, I guess I guess what would be the point of getting married nowadays and age? I guess a lot of it would be like on your upbringing and how you view marriage. So, if that's like the the ultimate goal, because a lot of times it was like. This is my goal to have, you know, a wife, have kids. That's just kind of how you were programmed in a sense. That's what you worked for. Good job, good wife, kids. And that's what you were working towards. Um, What about nowadays where, you know, I mean, nowadays girls. Yeah, nowadays girls are, you know, kind of getting taught, especially on TikTok, social media, like, oh, I want to be a strong woman. No man can tell me what to do. And the dudes are kind of being like, well, they could leave me now. And why should I even get married? Like, 
don't know. I guess, I guess you know, <clears throat> I guess what are some pros out there if, if people want to actually get married or, or what, what would be the point of it nowadays? Or is there even a point? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's a tough one. I, I it's a tough one because I, I, I view it differently than I think this particular day and age will view it. I mean, besides being like programmed and like what we're taught, like what, what would, what would you, you know, why, why do you want to get married? Cause I don't, cause I don't think that it's, you know, programmed. I think some things are like programmed, like, oh, I want to have a big wedding and, and this, you know, a certain type of marriage. Maybe mm. I think that might be programmed, but. I was going to say that the, the marriage, like the ceremony in itself should kind of show you what the actual marriage is going to be about. Like if it's, I need flashy, I need big, I need bougie. Like mm. then you kind of already see a red flag. Yeah. I mean, it could work both ways. Like maybe you, ever since you've been, you know, a little kid, you've always dreamed of this and you found the love of your life and you want a big wedding together. I mean, that's, that's great. And that's your mutual dream. But if, if it's one-sided, teeter-tottered one way or the other, you got to compromise. And that's step one. If you, if you compromise on that, you know that you're going to compromise throughout the rest of your marriage. And if one is not willing to compromise, then you know how the rest of your fucking marriage is going to go. Yep. They're not going to compromise <clears throat> for the rest of it. Yeah. And yeah right? Yeah. It's, that, it, that, it's going to be one-sided and you're going to yeah. lose every And probably get divorced. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, that, and, and that's where I think that argument goes a lot. It's like, oh, well, this is what happened. Yes, because a lot of you guys are f- morons. You're just going to be like, oh, this, you know, this girl plays with my pee-pee. I'm a fucking, I'm going to love her. Let's marry her. Uh-huh, no. Yeah. Like, if you're just going to, you know, scratch a little surface shit and you have no idea who the person is, you know deep down if there's a bunch of red flags going off, if you're hanging out with this girl and she says something, there's red flags going off. It's just your choice to choose to ignore them or not. Those are what it, it is. That's the shitty thing is like how often you will choose <clears throat> to ignore it. Yep. When you know it's there. I mean, because I'm you fucking I'm tolerate it. Yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> Tony, my history. <laughs> so my history, I'm, I'm not going to talk shit on my, so I, I have a son and I have a son with, with my previous girlfriend. I'm married now, but me and this, this particular girl only knew each other for a couple months, had a son. I was, you know, trying to make it work out and there was signs for me to know that I didn't think it was going to be a forever type of thing. But I'm old school. I did my best to make it work for my son's sake. And come to come to find out, it wasn't going to work. I, I made that decision, and it actually kind of tore me up for a little bit. But now I'm, I'm great friends with her. You know, we co-parent really well. And I had to set all those shitty-ass feelings that I had aside and just focus on why I I was actually doing it from the get-go it was for my kid because I had 
you know, uh, I had an expectation for myself as a father Mm -hmm. and I wasn't going to let this situation change that. And a good example of being a good father would be to let this situation work out. Yeah. And it could be a lesson that maybe changes his life. It could be a lesson that he might hate me later on in life. I don't know. But I was doing what I had to do. It'd be all right. I mean, that, that, you know, that's different scenarios and that's, you know, I feel like a lot of people fall into that category of, you know, had this, you got to do what you got to do. Um, but, but as for like, you know, kids choosing to get married or whatever, they got a girlfriend and then, you know, cause they were pretty adamant, like, oh, I'm never getting married. I'm never doing this. And I was like, I'm like, well, why would I, man? Like you're, and I was like, well, first of all, I'm married. I'm like, you know, kind of like scoffed me a little bit. And I was like, <clears throat> I was like, okay. Um, like, well, why would you get married? And I was like, well, besides like the basic stuff, like, and I was like, so if you just have a girl, I was like, and you're, you know, you're just dating. I was like, she's more likely to leave, you know? And I was like, it's just easier. But I was like, if you're married, mm-hmm. it's a lot harder. You have to go through the divorce. Yeah. They can take your stuff. But I was like, they have to. I was like, it's harder to leave. And I was like, that's, I was like, that's not a good argument, but I was like, that's just, you know, a little tidbit, throw it out there, you know, a little bait. <clears throat> and I was like, and I was like, if, if you want a traditional girl, that's what, you know, they're like saying nowadays, a traditional girl, mm. because I mean, to be honest, it's, it's hard to find, you know, there's a lot of hood rats out there, a lot of girls who like to go and sleep around and, oh, who cares about my body count, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's that's a lot of those. Yep. And yeah, I'm like, well, because you can give it away for free and dudes have to work for it. Yeah, there's a difference. But I digress. <clears throat> so, you know, they hit me with all this stuff. And I was like, well, you get a partner. And I was like, if you have a yeah. girlfriend, I was That's- like, you get a girlfriend is different. I was like, it's not the same bond. And I was like, it's like, hey, we're in this mm. together and I love you. But I was like, hey, saying, hey, here's this ring. And. I want to marry you because I never want to leave you. Like, that's what it truly means. We're never breaking up. We're never getting divorced. That's what that means through sickness and through health. Like, we're going to go through all the tough, shitty times. It ain't like you're my boyfriend. Like, if somebody better comes along, maybe, or no, I'm going to love you. And I don't need a piece of paper to tell me if I love you. Okay. Yeah. You might not need all that. And yeah, you might not, but I'm going to just, I just threw out this and I was like, there's some, I was like, I've had girlfriends, but I was like, there's just a different type of bond when you have this. And I was like, it's just one of those things that just solidifies more. And I was like, that's a big one. Right. <clears throat> and, and I Absolutely. was like, and I was like, another one is so, you know, like a lot of people will, you know, get in whatever it wouldn't matter if you dated when you were younger or, or a little bit older or whatever and i was like if you get married like say a lot of people are like oh i dated for you know 10 years and then i got married and it blew apart right and i was like okay well i'm just saying this from my personal experience like i got married after like six months yeah quick and eight months here yeah right and still going on right it's mm-hmm. it's it's um what it's it's funny because people said the longer that it takes you to get married the more likely you're going to get divorced and 
they said this because, I mean, for me, like I went down, you know, hey, here's the list. Like, this is what I'm about. You know, when we got into a real conversation, like, here's what it is. Like, I'm about this and this. Are you okay with this stuff? And I feel like these are good conversations. And I was like, okay, so if we, if I'm about this and this, can you support me? Like, are we going to be good? Or do you, we're going to combat? Like, you know, I'm talking like religious background, like parenting skills, like how we want to live, like clean house, dirty house. Like, Hey, can you go with and live with all this shit? Or is this going to bug you enough and be, you know, we got to be brutally honest. And, you know, we went through this and I was like, okay, you know, and, and I was like, I, nothing was like out of the fucking crazy. Like, you know, like, Hey, maybe you're crazy at times, but you know, it is what it is. We'll fucking work on it. But so am I right. And everyone's a little nutty, but the biggest thing was, is that you can, this is, this is my biggest point that I threw to him. I was like, the biggest thing is you grow together and you know, they're not leaving you and you grow together because if they're just your girl and you're like, Oh, well, maybe she could leave. Maybe she has a boyfriend on the side. I don't know. Like that bond. And yeah, you it's again, people, I get it. It can still happen when you're married, but it's a lot less likely. And you can grow together and, and you actually build a life. Like you're like, Hey, she has my last name. He, you know, Mm -hmm. we have the same last name. We're going to grow together and build a life together. And that to me was like my, my biggest thing, like why to get married is so you can grow together and you can build a family in a, in a life together rather than just a girlfriend. And they said, well, you can do that with a girl. I said, yes, but yes and no. It's like an open-ended contract. Like, yeah, I was like, you see out of it. Right. And I was like, yeah, maybe you can share bank accounts, but I was like, you still file taxes separate. I was like, the more separation you put in your life between you and your girl, I was like, that separation is going to be there subconsciously, whether you know it or not. If you have the separate bank accounts, if you have separate, you know, this, you know, separate cars. But I was like, if you go in together and be like, hey, these are our cars. We're going to both pay on these. We're going to both do this together. We're going to be a team. That right there is my fucking stance on it. On why to say it's it's the same thing. Like you're talking subconsciously, like subconsciously when you make that commitment and decide this is what I want. That's the subconscious. Like, yes, I have another reason to just go all out and never quit because I've made this commitment. I made this dedication. Like there's a reason why. And a lot of it, you can think back on, I mean, I think back on my wedding day and just be like, this is, I remember my wife walking down the aisle. This was a very good moment for me. And in that moment, I was like, yes, I made the right decision. I made a lot of mistakes throughout my marriage. And, you know, we've battled and grown together. Mm-hmm. But here we are today. And I couldn't even imagine, like, even when we got married, it was just like, I knew we were taking life on together. Yeah. We're going through it. But I couldn't even imagine, like, the kids that we have, how strong our marriage is, it's just like, it's the ability to still surprise me that I love. And it's weird because you, you live with this person every day and you, you know, this person in and out, but it still blows you away. It surprises you. Oh yeah. 
And it should. That that's part of a good, you know, marriage or, you know, relationship is it's if it was the same monotonous shit, yeah, you get bored or get, you know, whatever. And and <clears throat> I th- I think that people look at marriage too easy now and 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 they're like, oh, well, I can just get divorced and take half the kids. Like, if that's your mindset, yeah, you might be a fucking little hood rat. You know, you might yeah, be look a yourself bitch. in the mirror. You might be Karen, you know, and and dudes, that's up to you to decipher that. But that isn't a reason not to get married. I mean, everyone wants a traditional girl, right? Oh, you know, a girl hasn't been ran through by the fucking football team. And, you know, and, and has well, good she morals. Has, she's not going to tell you. Right? She ain't going to tell you. Right? But, you know, if you find a girl who, you know, is good and good to you and has good morals and good values and, you know, good family and stuff, like, that girl will probably want traditional things like a wedding and get married and you'd you'd ask her dad if you can have her hand in marriage like she will probably want that so to me that is probably the one of the biggest ones is if yeah you want a hood rat and you don't want to get married okay and some girls are fine without getting married you know that's fine but i'm just telling you the majority probably still want to get married and to have a family and you know, whether that's ingrained in them or that's just, you know, something that's taught to them. I don't know, but that's something. So if if you want that, that's what I told these dudes too. It's like, if you want this type of girl, you might have to do that. And you might have to be throw away your, well, I'm never getting married, not in a million years. Okay. Well then you got to be willing to throw away a lot of relationships because mm-hmm. you're not willing to take that leap of faith, you know? <clears throat> and that's on you. I mean, if that's your life choice, go for it. I mean, yeah, no one's saying that you have to. Yeah, but it, you are you're diluting the field of if somebody that you truly care about wants that and you're not willing to compromise, then what else are you not going to compromise? And then she could turn around and be like, "Well, we're, you didn't even want to compromise marriage." what the fuck should I compromise? I don't yeah. owe you anything now. Right. And it just puts those subtle little hints and those subtle, those subtle separations that build a fucking gap between you. And that, I mean, that's truly what I think a lot of it is, 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 a, you know, just gaps or non-communication because you're afraid to open up. Like the, all of these little things just create separation between you two. And, you know, for People, another, you know, I've heard another argument like, oh, well, you know, if, you know, I don't want to take money or if she likes me, then she should be okay. All right. Well, here's the thing. Odds are, yeah, odds are you ain't making that much money. And if you are, and if you've made, you know, a lot of, you know, you made a big bag of money, get a prenup. And if they still love you and just be like, hey, like, listen, like, I know you and I love you, but I also work so hard for this and I won't lose this in case you fall out of love with me. And if they're okay with that, then cool. If they don't, then that's probably a red flag because you yeah. have to do that. And if they love you and they want to, they love you for who you are, they're never going to leave. And that probably won't even cross their mind to be like, oh, well, you don't, you got to make me sign this, you know? And it's just because you work so hard, they should respect that. But majority of you motherfuckers probably ain't making no money. So what the fuck are you worried about? You know, what are you worried about her fucking taking half a year, 30 grand a year, motherfuckers? Come on. You know? Yeah. Good Lord, man. <clears throat> yeah. I was just going to steal your dryer and your TV fucking grow up, Peter Pan. 
Fucking buy another one. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Like it, it ain't, it ain't that big a deal. Like, yeah, and maybe some of them don't deserve it, but it's also, you know, you gotta fucking, you know, pick, and you gotta know who your fucking girl is. And if you fall out of love and whatever, then it's probably, you know, it might be on both of you, and then you gotta just accept that. Like, hey, well, maybe she didn't work. Maybe she watched the kids. And if she didn't well, work, then you probably let her stay home. I know. I mean, you know? mostly what we're talking about is in, you know, just our, our own stories and kind of in generalities. I'm sure <clears throat> there's plenty of cases, you know, being blindsided and you didn't feel like you had to, you know, do prenup. And it was a, this was the girl for you. This was the guy for you. And you got blindsided and this shit happened. Like, I understand that. And my heart goes out to you if that happened that sucks and i i can't True. personally relate and i just know from what i've been through in my marriage and my own personal experience is that when it came to the time of asking my wife if she would marry me those were all out the door i didn't i wasn't worried about the what ifs i wasn't worried about the how shitty it could be if she's going to divorce me. It was just like, nope, this is this is the woman for me. And yeah. if she says yes, then I'm the man for her. And she, I have an amazing wife. And I can't speak any better of her because she's the woman that I need. And I feel like I became the man that she deserves. So we grow together. And I, mm -hmm. I don't see it stopping. And hypothetically, if I got blindsided and shit happened, yeah, it would fucking tear me apart. But I'm not worried about that. Nah. I'm not worried about that at all. Because you're growing together. It, yeah. Uh, there's, I just don't see a scenario that that could happen because of our bond that we've created together. So, point being keep that bond together and keep growing together and keep those interests, keep making your spouse a better person because it'll reflect back and they'll make you a better person and actually care and actually give a shit. Step out of your own shoes. Don't think of yourself. Be selfless and just see what you can do to make them better and they'll reciprocate it and then just watch it. Girl. Yeah, like it, yeah, it's so. Uh, people say marriage is tough, and don't marriage get me wrong, it has, it has, it has, it has tough points, but the majority of it is enjoying life with someone that you chose to enjoy. Yeah, and you have somebody to lean on on tough times, you know. Oh yeah, and you know, and I'm I'm trying to hit a lot of points on like oh girlfriend compared to. I'm no. trying to hit my wife, wife. tonight now. Oh, hello. You got me right on hello. hello. <clears throat> baby. She's but, in bed. You know, but if you but if, you know, if it's just a girlfriend, like, yeah, they can do a lot of these same things. You know, I, I see these arguments and stuff. Um I, I you know, I'm gonna just say, like, you know, I've been around people in my family and never got married. And you know, nothing against or anything, but you just see that little bit of disconnect. Like you just see it. You know, it's there. Like, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but me being married, I see that. 
And maybe they don't see that, mm-hmm. but I see it. And that's the reason. And I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I, guess, I guess, you know, I would pose this question to, you know, anyone else there who's thinking not to get married or whatever. Like, yeah, there, there's a lot of tough times and that comes down to you picking the right partner. But like, say, say you don't get married and you live through. Do you think that you would have the same bond, the same life you would as if you did get married and you just went all in you know because as in life as in careers as in everything if you're halfway in you don't give it your all you're not a hundred percent and you and that affects you whether that's your career or say you're you know you're going to do a a football game and you're halfway in like i kind of want to play but i kind of don't you're Mm -hmm. not gonna fucking give it your all you're not going to be the best you can be <clears throat> but if you go all in you know no turning back you know you're going to fucking go out there and play your ass off and you're probably going to fucking play a goddamn good game win or lose and you know and sometimes in life you lose sometimes you get divorced and sometimes it doesn't pan out but at least you can say you fucking went all in and give it your best shot rather than be like well i don't know she could divorce me and take half my shit you know like to me that's not really a way to live. Like you gotta fucking go all in on shit. You know, playing you, scared. Exactly. You can't just dip your toe in and be like, ah, oh, well, I tried. Not really. You didn't take Did any risks. Really? You didn't take any Did risks. Because really? to me, what I've learned in life is life's all about taking risks on oh, yeah. you know your your job or your career or your dreams or or anything in life. You gotta fucking go and risk it and risk it all and you know not having a safety net. That's how the greats become greats. They don't have a backup plan. You know, you think fucking Ryan Reynolds is like, oh, man, if I, this doesn't work out, then at least I got my engineering degree. No. And your crazy good looks. Right? Yeah, I'm a fucker. I hate a lot going. Bad example. But. Hello. But still, like, you know, they didn't have a backup plan. He's like, no, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make it happen. And I feel like the same goes for marriage. You go all in and you send it. But, I mean, you can take precautions if you make a shit ton of money, you know, and just so that happens. And if they love you, they might, they'll probably respect that. Like, okay, like, you know, I don't want to divorce you or anything, but also I get nervous sometimes. And, you know, divorce is 50%. And I just don't want us to love, fall out of love one day and we lose everything. Because what, what they don't realize is on a prenup, it's just everything that they have before you get married. Everything mm-hmm. that you have when you, when you get married it's accumulated. It's just so if you made a million dollars before, that's not included. But if you make a million dollars while you're married, that's included. That's what people don't understand. Yeah, but that's worrying about your future risk. Right? It's like, that's where, if if you're worried about risks. <clears throat> you're probably picking then, the wrong girl. Yeah. Or you're just fucking super, you know, sketched out and just a worry wart. Got PTSD, you know, we've had bad relationships. I get it. You yeah. know, we've I all mean, been so through shit. Life is tough. You, yeah. you feel like you <laughs> can't yeah. trust anybody, then so then so be it. And then but if that, if that's if that's the case, then do what you gotta do. You know, if you're worried about what you what you accumulated before marriage, have at it. And you can have it, you know, mutual agreement. Mm-hmm. Just and if if they're willing to do that, because I mean it could be on the other end. Maybe they're just like, 
holy shit, I'm I'm so worried about marrying this person because I've accumulated this. I don't want to get my heart broken. I mean, it has to be full open line communication. And yeah. if that's your safety net, that, yeah, well, at least she can't take what I've already earned, then so be it. You got to do it. You got to do it. But don't, yeah. don't fucking stop yourself from doing it because then how many stories are out there of just like the one that got away? Yeah. You know, I didn't take a chance. Like those stories hurt worse than the, I took a chance and then I got fucked over. Yeah. You listen like, to any person on their deathbed and that is their one biggest thing, their regrets, what they didn't yeah. do. That's their one. That's the, the number one thing on people's deathbed is what they didn't do. And, or their regrets like, Oh, the one got away or I didn't follow this dream or whatever. Like that is it. And you know, back to what, you know, kind of what started this whole thing P is, do you practice what you preach pretty much? And, you know, with, with this, I mean, we both went all in really. And we're like, Hey, we're going to fucking send it. And we're going to go all in yeah. and we're going to build a life and there's no turning back or we're going to fucking send it. <clears throat> and, you know, for me, like, you know, I'm not perfect. And of course, like, you know, I, I try my damnedest to practice everything and that I preach but yeah, there's going to be tough days that you can't, you know, and you fucking fall apart and you break down because we're human and we fucking have bad days and we all make mistakes and we all crumble at times and we all need to lean on someone. That's just human nature. But as a whole, as a person, I would say full confidence. Like I practice everything I preach. I do make mistakes. I am human. I fuck up. But... You know, I am me and I accept that and I go all in a lot. And, you know, for people who know me, like I, I, I said, you know, I send it a lot, you know, it's just, oh, yeah, that's, that's me. passion for what you believe in and don't half-ass believe in it, like believe in it. And yeah. that shows commitment and that shows what you are actually going to work your ass off for because It'll, it'll change throughout your life. I mean, that's just how things go. Influences outside. It'll, it'll change your perspective, and it'll change how you feel about a certain subject. Mm -hmm. But if you have someone there with you, and they don't you know, fully believe in what you're changing for, you have conversations with them, and yeah. you adapt, and you change together. Yeah. But... Yeah, get on the same page. Get on the same fucking page. That's, I, I mean, I can, I can preach this over and over, like how big communication is because it's impacted my life so much. And I realized how bad I was at it. I was about to say I was bad too. I think that's why you, you preach so much. And that's, I do too, just because I was so bad. My wife had to like pull it out of me so much. He's like, why don't you talk? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I just, it's not who. It's not me. It's not what, it's not natural. You know, I'm guessing it's, it's similar. The thing you said is like your wife pulled it out of you. So you yeah. had already made the commitment and you'd gotten married and decided to go through life together. And she realized that you were terrible at communicating, but she stuck by you. And I'm, I mean, I can only imagine like the difference in communication between when you first got married and to now. 
Oh, night it and has day. to be night and day difference. Night and day. And the only only reason because of that is because my wife you made that commitment, and you weren't you weren't going to give up. So yeah. you chose to not give up. And as stubborn as us fucking Leos are, right? It's yeah. hard, but you get you have a good lady on your side to pull it out of you. And they and, stick by your side too. Oh yeah, because it, it's stubborn, 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 and you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you figure out, oh fuck, I was wrong. Fuck, I'm like, my dumbass. Shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thanks for sticking by my side. Yeah, <laughs> you have to forgive me. I blacked out back there. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm real out of rage inside. <laughs> but I've been a banger for a lot of these things. But yeah. they fucking they listen to you. And it's like you you look back on the moments when they listen to you, and it's like, that's why I chose you, is because you were going to listen to all this shit I had to build up. And you mm-hmm. knew it. You knew it from when you married me that you were going to have to deal with this eventually. And mm-hmm. you knew that a storm was coming, and it happened. And you not only weathered it, you calmed it. Like yeah. it, You brought a sense to me that it was just like, thank you. Mm-hmm. And now... I am fully there and I'm I've been listening to your storm too and I've I've am gonna do my best from now on. You made me a better person. How can I make you better? Like and then it's just like you said, give yeah. and take. That's it. Constantly. That's it. But it's always it's always like work. A, it's not yeah, but that's the thing. It's like it's work, but it's almost like let's take this challenge on together. Yeah. It's Oh, it's almost it's, like I mean, work's ba- a bad word. You know? Right? It, I mean... Like, it, it is work. Like, it's hard, I guess. But work, is it feels like a bad word. It, it just feels like, you know, like you go to work nine to five. You know, it's not like that. It's just something that you have to, like, work on. Like, you work on yourself to, like, become a better person. I don't know a, a better word for that. But that's what it's more like. You know, like... A, yeah. Like, you hear marriage is hard work all the time. I mean, that's and it's it's very true. It's hard work, but, but so life is hard work. Life, buddy. I got <laughs> I got the mic. Life's tough, dude. Life, <laughs> life will knock you on your ass, and you won't see it coming half the time. You know, and that's what it is. Like life's tough, and life is work, and and working on yourself is work, and eating right is work. And disciplining yourself is work. Getting up to go to work is work. Like, you know, being there all the time, all of it is work. And so, you know, for me, I would rather have, like, something that someone. makes it a lot easier than, you know. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather have someone on my side yes. to work through all of it with to enjoy the fruits of my labor. Mm-hmm. Because without it... I could accomplish something and be like looking left and right and not seeing anybody and be like, I accomplished that, but you, you work have anyone to celebrate with. Yeah. I mean, and then you can't have five yourself. It's not the same. No, I mean, that's what being on a team, bro. That's, that's team. That's why team sports are so great. Cause you have somebody there to celebrate. Like, Hey, we both work so hard for this. We both get to celebrate, but if you're like, hey, I work so hard for this. Yeah, it, it's nice, but also yeah. you're just like, hey, well, 
Oh, I mean, nice even, job, bro. You did it. You, the crazy thing is like how much that relates to, I mean, you take your sentence that you just said, like we both work so hard for this and look around. Like, I mean, immediately when you say something like that, like I think of me and my wife, like we both work so hard for this. And I, I fully trust her and believe her when she says that, you know, she would agree with me that we worked hard for this. It wasn't easy and it was work, but that's not something that is, should have a negative connotation to you. It should be viewed as like, yeah, it, it's going to be hard. And just because it wasn't easy doesn't mean it's not right because you have to work for shit. Yeah. What's, what's another word for work? You know, like that type of work, and, I guess. Yeah. And develop. Yeah. You have, yeah. You have to develop together. Struggle is even a is struggle a, is a negative word. Yeah, it's all yeah. negative, but it's such a. I mean, some parts are negative, but it's such a positive, like because you grow. And I mean, I know you. I mean, I mean they that's... say, "Oh, grow together," but you know that doesn't really like. You know, really talk about like encapsulate. The, yeah, thank you. Encapsulate all the <clears throat> the the stuff you put in like the time and the and the effort that you put in for that like it's almost oh, yeah. like you know you you know I, I like to reference football because i played it but like you practice all the time and get ready for the game you know like you put in that work but if you didn't put in that work then you're gonna fuck up in the game and then your victory is like ah oh, well we fucked up because we weren't prepared but like if you put in that work and then you accomplish your goal, like, and you can translate that to, to relationships and all that. Like, it's that much better. Like, when you accomplish your goal together as a team, mm -hmm. you know, and <clears throat> that's what it is. And again, I, I'm blanking out on a better term than work, but I mean, it's tough. Like, marriage is tough. Life is tough. But at the same time, like, you know, okay, life is tough. If you don't have somebody to lean on like you know you know there's a lot of times like if i didn't have my wife or i didn't have you know p over here to lean on like sometimes i feel like i'd fucking fall apart you know like yeah. i feel like i was i'm so tough but then sometimes i'm like oh my god I, I don't know what i can do if you don't have somebody there like to lean on you you know their odds are so much greater that you are gonna crumble but if you have mm -hmm. like that's you know somebody to lean on that support you can make it through a lot of fucking shit because you know you're tough. Sometimes you just need that little pickup. Like, hey, now you got it, bro. Like, I got you. We're good. We're going to make it. We're all right. Ain't no thing. You know? Yeah, just I, that little shit. I know 100% that, that that scenario would play out. Like, I, I think of like, okay, so if I had nobody in my life and I had to do this, like, I think of like, what am I doing this for? Yep. Like, why am I, why am I grinding? Why am I doing this? to go home and do what I, I do it for people closest to me. Yes. To set examples, to make people proud, to achieve goals that I set with people around me. Mm -hmm. I can set my own goals, but you achieve those goals by yourself and you're popping a champagne bottle and you're living yourself. Yeah. Not the same.
Yeah. But you know, on a bed of hundos, but. Yeah, cool. Like, cool. cool. You got a bed that, full that, of money. If that's fulfilling to you and you're sociopath and just crazy, be my guest. Yeah, Play in your bed of hundos. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> He's your buddy? Yeah. <laughs> you know, old Jeffy. But I mean, even small accomplishments. Celebrate small accomplishments and celebrate overcoming small obstacles. Yeah, like our fucking back-to-back golf champs. That's Turnies, a monumental buddy. accomplishment. Boom. Right? You know, nobody else does that. Nope. No one can. About to be a three-peat. Nah, that's why I lean on Brad. And then I go home and uh, celebrate with my wife. Well, yeah. But, you know, like, it, you know, I mean, just, you know, just kind of add what we're saying. Like, it's it's... You know, you you need somebody there. Like, if if you have no one to celebrate with, then you're just lonely. And you know that's why it's good to build a bond or to have relationships and stuff. And I know, I know it's a little off track of kind of where we're going, but you need that shit. You need those. You need that. Like as human beings, we need that interaction. I mean, that's why internet got so big and social media is because you need that interaction. If you don't get it at home, usually you can get it on your phone or online and interact. That's why solitary confinement is like the ultimate punishment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they know it's inhumane. Yeah. Because you're locked in a room by yourself. If you had someone else with you, at least you could bond over that. Yeah. You You shoot the shit, just chat. Mm -hmm. But the ultimate punishment is solitude. Just to be completely by yourself. You could be the richest man in the world and have nobody next to you, and you would be the loneliest man in the world. Yeah. And that, and that's the, that's the funny truth about it is, you know, on your, on your way to the top, you know, if you're there at the top by yourself, it's going to be really lonely. But mm-hmm. if you have a team that you build up and, and you go with to the top, then you have a team to celebrate with you at the top. And that's why, you know, that's a lot of reasons, you know, I'm so big on teamwork and also I played sports, but. Like, whether it is in life or, or goals or whatever, like, if you have somebody to push with you on that goal, then you can celebrate together. Or, you know, whether that's like a, you know, a best friend or a wife or whatever, or, you know, a husband, whatever it is, like, if you can push with that person and be like, hey, dude, we made it. We fucking worked our asses off. Yes. But if you just do it by yourself, you're like, ah, well, you know, kind of made it. Yeah, we, we made it. Cool. Cool. Yeah, do I got a bunch of cronies that are my fucking fanboys? Cool. Yay. You know? It's it just it's just a different different thing. And and I guess if if you're out there and you're like, ah, you know, I don't have, you know, many, you know, best friends or a girlfriend or boyfriend or anything like that. You know, like you don't maybe you don't quite understand, but maybe you wanna understand. Maybe you think like ah, well maybe they're right maybe uh you know maybe i'm maybe i'm you know maybe to check it out check it out go all in give it your all and just know from experience like i've i've been you know around you know tons of buddies a lot of my life i've been alone for portions of my life there there's been times where i've just been like just me and kicking it and not saying that those alone times are bad because they teach you a lot, teach you a lot about yourself, but 
I mean, I think those are a lot of crucial stuff, but also makes you realize like how important people are in your life and how much they mean to you and how much you should try to keep a hold of them and, and do what you can. Because, you know, whether you're out there hustling and be like, I'm going to do everything I can to make, you know, to be a millionaire and, and all this. If you sacrifice all your friends, then guess what? You're going to be a millionaire by yourself and you're going to be miserable probably. But if you, you know, like, hey, you know, I'm, I want to make some money. I want to, you know, go with my friends and do do some things together and bring my bring my family and whoever that entails like it's going to probably be a lot happier of a trip because you have a team with you like to help push you or to help support you or whatever because I fucking guarantee and I know you know P that on your way up to anything life is going to fucking knock you around on your way on your goals and your way to through life in general doesn't matter if you're working at Taco Bell you know just scrubbing your way through life or if you're actually pursuing goals and trying to, you know, make a bunch of things happen, life fucking smacks you around either way. So, you know, if you don't have that support system, it's going to suck. It's going to hit hard. And yeah, some, sometimes it, it needs to slap you around to put in perspective of what's important. Because mm -hmm. at your lowest times, you start to think of what's the most important when it breaks you down to outside of what you think you need at the time or what is what you've been working for that has bl put blinders on you. You think about the most important things. What keeps me going in my lowest times? I will think about what drives me and why I do what I do. And it kind of sucks because sometimes people need that to actually get them on the right track. In my case, it's exactly what happened. It, it really set me to the person that I believe that I am today. I, I needed that to happen to me. I didn't like it that it happened to me, but for me to be my best version self and to really be proud of myself, I needed that to happen. I wish it didn't have to, but I'm glad it did. Yeah, because you grow from it. Oh yeah, and, and I'm I'm a I'm a much bigger man than I am when that happened to me. Yeah, that because, is. Because I mean, it it knocked me on my ass. But yeah, I I got back up need. and and I I realized this is what I live for. This is what I need to fight for. So I'm fucking gonna do it. And now I have a perspective that I didn't have before, and I will not allow myself to lose that sight anymore no way yeah that's what you needed and <clears throat> this is what i feel like we're confused about as americans we're confused on thinking that failure is such a terrible thing how else do you think you fucking grow how else do you think you you think you're gonna go through life without failing if you do you're playing scared and you're gonna be miserable because you never did anything you're gonna be full of regret so this is where we're confused. Now, you need to fail in life. You need to get knocked around. That's the only way to grow and become the person that you need to be to be the best person that you, you know, to be the person that you know deep down is inside of you. To be that person, you have to fail. You have to get fucked up. 
you have to, you know, get knocked around and you have to get hit by life really hard. You have to, put and then you have to get there. back up. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta put yourself out there. You gotta take risks. And the most crucial step is getting back up. You can't just stay down. If you stay down, oh, poor me. Life sucks. Victim. You know, like this always happens to me. That happens to a lot of people. A lot of people stay down and they're like, oh man, you know, I just had was dealt a bad hand. And so is everyone else. It's what no one realizes. You know, the thing is, you can always listen to a story that's harder than yours. And then yeah. when you hear it, it puts your story into perspective. Like, what the fuck am I doing? I, I, I can't recover from this when this person went through this. Like now I feel stupid yeah. for complaining about my problems. Granted, your problems and what you went through are important. They're yeah. about to be more important because you're going to grow from. It. Yeah. They're there for you to grow from. They're not for other people to grow from. And I mean, I guess some people, if you learn from other people's mistakes, but you know, that's where we get lot. That's where we get confused. People think it's a bad thing. No, it, it's not because all you do is grow from it. If you can get back up, if you stay down then stay down and be miserable. But just know that if you get back up, you're going to grow and you're going to be such a better person than you were before. Whether you think so or not, you know, you're like, I can never get over this. I can never recover from this. How am I going to fucking survive? No. Yeah. You just get up. You put one foot in front of the other and you figure it the fuck out. And then you, you also, in the same amount of time, you figure out that, that, hey, well, I'm actually pretty tough. I've been through a lot of this shit and I'm still okay. I'm still here. You know, it didn't you, take me out. You get to look back and be, and be proud of yourself going through it. And a lot of the emotions at the time that you feel, you'll look back and just be like, I understand why I felt this way, but now I feel completely different and it's changed me. One of the things that I like to say the most is like, not only respect your elders, but you have no idea what your parents, your grandparents have been through to get you to where you are. They've, they've sacrificed a lot of shit to get you here. So you owe it to them. Yeah. You fucking owe it to them. And maybe this is a little off track, but this is why I get so passionate about stuff like free speech. You know how many people, you know how many ancestors of people died fighting for these rights? And nowadays we're just like, no, we just have to be tolerant of everyone. Listen, if you don't like shit, change the goddamn channel. You know, you can't fucking, you can't mute people. That's, and again, I know it's a little off topic, but it's, you know, it's the same thing. Like <clears throat> they did this shit for you. And if you're going to let it down and just be like, ah, oh, well, you know, I, I, it don't matter. Like you have no respect for everything they've been through and you need to grow up because life clearly hasn't knocked around because it's about to, and you're going to figure out how tough life can be. You know, do you know how many, the great depression isn't just, it's not just a saying, it's not the yeah. depression. No, it's the great depression. Do you know how many tough times and how many food shortages and, we think it's bad now. No, just just wait. They went through, you know, how many deaths in, you know, World War II, you know, how many people were gone and lost their families. And then also, 
you know, how tough life was, like the economy wasn't going and, you know, like it was tough times. Like people struggled for food, people struggled to live for shelter and a lot of people died. And, and listen, if you think you got it rough, you don't. And, you know, that's a good wake up call. But also you got to remember, you have to get back up and keep fighting because <clears throat> of how many people did it before you, for you, how many people of your ancestors, your parents were like, Hey, I'm doing this for your family. Like, you know, P I know you can relate. Like how many things that I do for my fucking kid that's, you know, new, but I'm like, Hey, I have mm -hmm. to do things for him so he can live a better life. I and mean, just think that that goes all the way down the chain and you can't disrespect that. That is unfathomable in my mind. Like for how hard oh, yeah. people work for you and you're just getting back. Like, how well, you know, they don't know what I've been through. The motherfucker, you probably been, they probably been through way worse than you're fucking getting, you know, oh, I, I didn't get any likes on my post. Yeah, well, they fucking didn't eat for, you know, they had to scrounge some shit for fucking two weeks eating rations of corn or something, you know, like they've been through some tough shit, not having shoes and having to walk to the market in the snow. Like people been through some tough fucking shit. And yeah. don't say a word about it. <clears throat> Not a word. It, not one it, elder complains, because that that's a sacrifice. I'm not. I I'm not looking to gain anything from it. I'm looking to benefit you from it. I am doing this for you. So, in a sense, like, yeah, I feel like they should be fully acknowledged because they're not going to acknowledge themselves for sacrificing, but it shouldn't be forgotten. And that's why I say like, like a respect your elders type of thing. Like my, like my grandma, my dad, they can do the dumbest shit nowadays. And I would not lose any respect for them because I already know what they've already laid down and they've molded me into the person I am. So going yeah. forward, it's like, I got, I got your back, whatever you want to do. Whatever mm -hmm. you decide to do, I, I will help you because you've already done countless things that I couldn't even possibly fathom what you did for me. And I see it even being a dad and having kids. Like the little random shit that I do not expect any compensation or recognition from that I just will naturally do. Like I understand that feeling. And... Mm -hmm. It's not a, uh, I need paid back. It's just a, uh, this is for you. I'm, I'm doing this for you. Yep. And, and they've already done that. They've already, they've already served their time. They've, they've kind of yeah. selflessly chose to focus on you, your, you know, your brothers, sisters. Yeah. They paid their dues to you. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And that wasn't because that wasn't for them. Absolutely not. That was for you. Yeah. So you could live a better be life. Who you are. Yeah. yeah. And so don't, don't be a little fuck about it. Hey, yeah. Don't be a little shit and just. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Ah, well, you know, we actually, you know, I don't care. We can shut down speech and we can do all this. No, you, 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 no, no, no. Because you don't know where that line is. If there's no line, that's the scary part. If there's no line, 
anyone can say where the line is. Oh, well, you're not taller of these people, so we're going to shut you down. That's the scary part. That's the people you should be afraid of. Not about people trying to be bullies now. People should be afraid of the other side of the coin. People think it's the bullies, but here's what. If you don't like bullies or people online, yeah, you change the channel. They can't hurt you, you know, whatever. You can block them in the comments. Cool. <clears throat> but imagine if you're just like, hey, I don't think this is right. Mute. Nope. Banned. Gone. So all of your thoughts, all of your morals out the window. To me, that is way worse than anyone you know, saying like, oh, I don't agree with what he's saying. Well, don't listen then. What sure. sucks is that you, you can almost identify the gap where that has kind of fallen off because it's a you privilege get, gap is what it is. Yeah, you get you get people our age, which I feel is like a kind of a random tweener gap, but we're old enough to know the lessons from our parents, mm-hmm. and unless we don't continue that, they're going to be forgotten. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people around our age are in that era that they kind of just let it go. And then there goes that, you know, whole generation for, for, for their generation. And it's slowly just kind of going away, but you get people who stick to their guns and raise their kids this way. They become what I hope is going to be, you know, kind of like us where it's we have we're sensible and we're not afraid to like hurt people's feelings we're not going to sit there and just just be oh blame this blame this blame this we're accountable yeah we're accountable for actions and and you know we show respect to people yes absolutely like as long as they show respect back yeah they're respectable yeah, I mean, like, that's all part of it. You know, that goes hand in hand with respect. Like, hey, you you show it. You don't, my grandpa always told me, he's like, no, you have to earn respect. You don't just be given respect. You have to earn it. Like, you have to yeah. show respect to get it. You know, you have to earn it. You can't just be like, oh, well, you got to respect me. Why? You're a piece of shit. Why? Like, just because you exist? <clears throat> yeah. I've, now, like, you got to do your part. I mean, especially back in the tribal days, you had to, you know, do your part in the tribe. You know, if you got to hunt or, or do your part, otherwise you're a lazy piece of shit. And people are like, no, 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 we're busting our ass. Nope, out. It's the same type yeah, of concept. Matter but, of that lazy piece of shit didn't uh, didn't fucking do anything for the tribe or anything. And there's like, oh, well, you have to respect me. Well, why? Well, yeah. because I'm here. Well, I'm here, and no. you have to share all the food rations. That's what people don't understand about socialism. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's why it never works in a big scale. And people are like, oh, no, socialism's the best. No, 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 because we know people. We know if you know how many people, if you're giving a way out, how many people are like, oh, yeah, I'll take that. Nah. You know, I'll it's give you, I'll, I mean, I'll give you the day off. Nah, you, you know, whatever. It, you know, it, it's just easy. And then people take the easy way out. If you can get the same shit. You can get the same pay as somebody busting their ass and you don't do a goddamn thing. You're like, oh, well, I want to watch Netflix. I don't like working. And they get the same pay as somebody busting ass in the factory. <clears throat> that's what socialism and that's what people don't understand. I mean, in a nutshell, and people can try to pick that apart. But no, that is in a nutshell what it is. 
there is pieces of shit who want to who don't want to do anything and then there's actually respectable people who want to contribute and that's what we need more of and that's what i'm gonna try my damnedest to raise you know the kids in my family that way and maybe it'll work maybe it won't but i'm a fucking try my damnedest for that because i feel like it's getting lost in the world and i feel like it needs to come back isn't it kind of sad that you could you could see that get lost in the world just from even when you graduated yeah and we're 33 now yeah and i already like, see it like 15 just, years i already see it just fucking floating away oh yeah i mean my wife works with young people and she tells me just their work ethic is gone and yeah. it's, it's just like the new day and age because i see the same damn thing mm-hmm. when it comes to people i work with and i'm like eh, you're just young and i feel old for saying that shit but i'm like you don't have the same work ethic or drive that i do and it's just like yeah well the same view you said i could work my ass off for this much money or i cannot work at all for the same money yeah and it's like that's that's your mindset that's that's it a is. failing structure. Yeah. Like, and that's why so many civilizations collapse is that they, they buy uh, into this. Like, no, everyone needs to be fair. And no, we don't not. Yeah. Fair to me is like, Hey, you do your part. You get paid what you're worth. If you don't, then you don't get paid at all. Like it just, you know, how, how does that not make any sense? Not, how do you not see that? <clears throat> like, how do you not see that? Yeah, that's like every every NFL team finishing eight and eight every year. Yep, like ah, well, at least everyone tied and we all had fun, didn't we, guys? Right. Here's some. Here's your participation ribbon, and oh, well, you did a little better, so you get first place. Yeah. It's just it's and it's annoying because it it makes the hardworking people unappreciated Mm -hmm. and feel undervalued. Yep. But won't stop doing what they're doing no. because that's just how they're raised. Yeah. And they, and somebody has got to do it. And so exactly. they keep doing it to keep the, you know, the structure afloat, so to speak. And then the pieces of shit are like, Oh, I'm gonna get paid either way. So I don't care that, you know, and it just allows people to do that. And also it gives government total control. And this is mm-hmm. why it's such a bad idea that nobody understands and everyone's so lost in lava and they're like no everyone just needs to be fair and love each other and get along okay well what about the pieces of shit out there because they're out there it might be a small percentage but they're out there if they don't contribute and they take your money guess what that does that builds a lot of resentment and then a lot of resentment towards them and then people just like them and also the government who allows it so all in all, it fucking fails, and it does over, and it's been proven time and time again, even though we keep fucking promoting it like a bunch of fucking morons. What happened? <clears throat> I never get way off track, but, bro, what happened to, to what this country was founded on? Like, you know, Benjamin Franklin, we had all these things. that We, had, we built the perfect economy. We built it, and we all had the same rights. And, yeah, there was a few flaws that we had, like, oh, yeah, well— I mean, we abolished them, you know, we abolished slavery. And yeah, there's been some animosity since but we had the perfect system besides a few little flaws. I guess, the, you know, maybe not perfect, but per, I mean, compared to now, it was Jesus. You know, everyone was 
working together and everyone showed respect and you didn't have to lock your doors at night because you know back then it was just a handshake was a your word your word meant something now it's just like oh well fuck that i you know i'm I'm out for me and number one and you know like what why is that man we just don't give a fuck about each other anymore and that's it's a sad I mean, day because the all these people are so lonely and you and i both know that they're these are just lonely sad people I think I think we should wrap this up because this yes. should be a good segue to yes. next, the next time, folks. But what I think actually was the turning point was the full internet taking over. I mean, before a thousand percent before internet, before social media, it was a different world, and it it's. It's night and day difference since status took over. Yep. Since not only social media, email. the like button, like the clout, mm-hmm. that because it was the the ruin. That that was it. It was over then. It wasn't. It turned into, and and we're gonna wrap this up. It, it turned in from like, oh hey, I can meet my friends and you know and see past people and see the family members pics and photos that I, you know, I can't see. That's every, I ask people all the time, why are you on Facebook? Why on Instagram? Oh, well, I like to see my family stuff. Yeah, it started out right there, and that's what everyone sticks to. But guess what? Not anymore. People want clout. People want fame. People want the like button. People want that dopamine dump. And that's mm-hmm. what today and age is, and that's where it's gone. It ruined us. And people can't even put their fucking phone down these days. People can't even. Oh, no. Oh. People can't even sit in a lobby with, you know, a few strangers and not look at their goddamn phone. They can't just sit there in their own thoughts and their own head and think about what the fuck they've been doing or what they need to do in life. They're just like, oh, let me just fucking man, man, man. This is a little little final (laughs) note, but I'm I'm terrible at this because now if I go to take a shit, I'm just like, oh, fuck, I need my phone. And then I think of like, well, when I was like 15, I just shit. That's all I did. Yeah. I shit, start at the floor. Yeah, you, you're in your own head and out. think like, hey. In and out. But now yeah. it's funny because like, I'll, I'll go take shit. I need my phone. But like while mm-hmm. I'm working, like I don't need the constant stimulus of something going on. Like I'm just working and I'm just busy. And yeah. it, it's like a, it's like a therapeutic thing for me it's because mm-hmm. i'm in my own head yeah sometimes that's scary but a lot of times it's sorting things yeah i was gonna say are, you sort a lot of shit out don't you? Mm-hmm. oh you put them in their little boxes buddy yep and, <laughs> you and start then fucking, oh yeah just, sorting things out and just like all right well i'm good now right and that's what people don't do i mean that could I mean, I'm no doctor, but that could lead to a lot of anxiety in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Because you actually don't deal with your problems. You don't even deal with what's in front of you. It's like, oh, let me distract myself. Oh, man. You do, yeah, with, I, without I, mean, I get anxiety. Right? You could. And I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not over here like a saint. Like, yeah, I bring my phone and take a shit and I'll look. But that's a lot of the time when I do look at a lot of shit. And sometimes I Speaking don't. And. You know, and sometimes I just, honestly, I just force myself to be like, hey, man, you don't need it. Just, even if I bring my phone, sometimes I'm like, no, 
what's going on with you? Like, I'll like force myself, like, don't look at it. No, like, what's going on? Like, we need to figure some out because I can tell you're stressed. Like, I will force myself to take those, you know, 10 minutes to be like, hey, maybe we won't figure it out, but we're going to, we're going to start this journey real quick, buddy. Me and you, mm-hmm. you know. Well, let's hold up. I got a shit real quick. <laughs> yeah. Hold that thought. <laughs> Me and you, buddy, but I'm pushing. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's good. And, and I feel like we need to get back to a lot of traditional things. And maybe we'll, maybe we'll end like on we that to, note, you know. We need to shit like the good old days. Yeah. Fucking, you know, rub some dirt <laughs> in it. Just, just me, myself, and a hemorrhoid. <clears throat> yeah, just, you know, uh, people look at back and say, ah, well, they were Stone Age. Now they had a lot of good morals and values and a lot of foundations. So maybe, maybe we need to look back on that. Maybe we'll end her there on just looking back on shit and actually, you know, seeing what where we came from and what we were made from and what morals and values we were taught. Maybe, maybe stick to those because if they can make sure that our grandparents and their grandparents and their grandparents made through it and made sure that these values were instilled and passed down, maybe they mean something. Maybe they're meant to be held. You know, maybe they're just not to be thrown away. Uh, maybe we just think about that. Simplify your life. Bingo. You don't have to think about a million things. Just focus a few things at a time. Yeah. And, can, and give it your all. Man, I love it. How about this quote? Um, I, I don't know the dude. He was on Joe Ruggins. He said, he said, uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, normal person wants a million things. A sick person only wants one thing. So if you focus down, you know, person has cancer, you'll know one thing. If you focus your views down on everything you'll probably get what you want on that one thing so maybe don't spit fire and be like oh, i want a million things and now maybe just be like hey what do i actually want what do i need maybe focus mm-hmm. on that i bet you'll be a happy person people how about that that'll allow, that'll allow you to actually accomplish a goal rather than have a bunch of goals that you never accomplish yeah, you don't really care about it. you just want clout fame yeah. Bougie. Yeah, well. FIFA. <clears throat> yeah, well, peeps, it's been fun. It's been real. Think about what we said. Share it. Like it. Pass it around. I mean, we do this shit for y'all. So, you know, maybe show us a little love. Share it around. Maybe, you know, send it to someone who needs to hear it. We're here every week, every Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. I know we had a little vent session, but maybe you needed to hear it. True. All right. One love, people.